dropping that knowledge on you. I could not make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. And DJ Killer Kev. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal, straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rouse. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs are the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make this shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash DJ Killer Kev. Back at it again, You Can't Make This Up podcast, episode 102. 102, 102 episodes, man. That's amazing. Yeah, 102, we up there. Yeah, we got numbers on the board, man. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we got to start with a hero and sad news, all wrapped up in one, man. The Waffle House shooting down there in Nashville. That uh, When I heard that news, immediately, I thought of my brother's like, yo, Nashville, that's where my brother lives. And then when they said Waffle House, oh, I know my brother would never be caught dead in the Waffle House. <laughs> so, I know it's a fucked up thing to say, but that's how my brother gets down. My brother's a snob. Yeah. Shouts out to my big bro. But no, honesty, man, honestly, you know, the brother James Shaw Jr., man, he's a hero. Definitely is, man, definitely. Bonafide is. hero. And, you know, how's it feel to be a hero? Because you're a hero. You're a veteran. Thank so, you. So, I mean, you. you know, from... From everything that you know about being a hero, because that's yeah. what you are, like, what do you take from this? Man, that's just, to me, like, it comes a point in life for me where, you know, like, I, I call it the petty fears. And like you said, you have to start getting over certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, once you, But once you face real fear, it really, like, brings in you as a person. You know, like, that's what, one of my biggest fears is dying helping someone else that mm. that ain't really a part of me right you know because i care about people so much like i see axes on the side of the road i i can't i can't make myself drive past it and not check on the individual so like things like that you know when when you put in a situation where it's you or somebody else is you know you face with ultimate fear mm-hmm. and then you you address that you know right. like I'm not about to just ball up and take this, you know. Yeah. Like that's that to me shows like the ultimate hero. Like when you when you're willing to risk it all, you know, you got a four year old daughter, mm-hmm. you know, um, believes the alpha if, yeah. I, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. So you know, college college dude, you know that that whole thing. Like you really to risk it all. But you're doing it for yourself, yeah. but you're also doing it for everybody that's in I there. love what so, he said, man. Yeah. I love what he said in his press conference. You know, he said he was doing it out of selfish act. He wasn't doing it for anybody else. He yeah. was doing it for himself to get out of there. Exactly. Like, you know, that that fight or flight attitude, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, not only saved his life, but everybody, well, not everybody, but other people yeah. inside the Waffle House. Definitely. I mean, every time I hear stories like that, it puts me back in Iraq, mm-hmm. you know, just because... That was the most fear I've ever faced in life. That's that was a day after day of heart wrenching, you know, visual experiences is what we'll just call it. Right. You know, it was just a lot of to take in at twenty. You yeah. know. So so when I when I see people like that, that's that's that like really heroes, man, and really, you know, stood up. I'm not I'm not I saw an opportunity to, you know, diffuse the situation. You know, he could have just hid in the, in the in the Waffle House and hoped for the best. Right. Know? Some people tried that, and you know, yeah. unfortunately for them, it turned out a little differently. But you know, for him to step up, man, and just be be a man, you know, and really just 
say, I'm not about to just take this. I'm not about to just lay down. You ain't about to just shoot me for GP. Like, yeah. You're going to have to take me. You know, that's kind of the mindset. So, you know, I commend it, man. I commend everybody in there. I mean, the, the one, you know, who's to say someone else wasn't on that and just didn't and just gave him the alley-oop. Yeah. You know? Like, you know, those, those things happen in those situations. So, you know. I, I also read that he uh, he the money that was raised for him yeah he uh, donated to the, yeah, to pay for the funerals of the four victims that mm-hmm. were killed. And then I also read that Waffle House reopened, that location reopened, and they're donating a hundred percent of the profits they make over the next month or two to not only the victims but the survivors of this attack. Yeah. So shouts out to Waffle House. Definitely. I mean, you you know. Being in college yeah. and being at Wright State, we've I've done Waffle House file a couple couple times oh, in my yeah, past. Definitely. You know, walked out on a bill or two. I've definitely got te- <laughs> Texas toast for free. You know, you know right. how you go. You, you leave a party, you place that order, you wait. In your mind, an hour, probably only been 10 minutes. I mean, right. it's the Waffle House, dude. They're not out here making yeah. <laughs> gourmet dishes, and you just bounce on the bill, man. So, uh <laughs> Not I'll to, say this: not, If not I do to, go to Waffle House again, I won't be bouncing on the bill. <laughs> not to change the subject, but me now at the age I'm at, I sometimes try to correct those. Like I, I remember one yes. time me and me and Smoke, man, we uh, kids going to the hot spot in Huber Heights. So that, that tells you our age bracket. Yeah. Um, we uh pregame at the uh, Big Boy Fresh is on Needmore. Okay. And bounce on the bill, right? We <laughs> ate. I went to the bathroom. He met me at the door. Whoop. Gone. Moonwalk. Had a good time at the hot spot. <laughs> I get home. I ain't got no house key. I'm like, oh, man. So then I'm retracting my hot spot. I call up there. Ooh. Nothing. I call Frisch. It's like, yeah, the next day. Like, yeah, I left my key. Da, da, da. Yeah, you can come get your key so you pay that bill. And it got was, Yeah, it was like, oh. So had to walk in with that shame walk and pay that bill. But now that I'm older and these ideas, like, I, I, I've left $15 tips at the Waffle House. On some, my bad. You know, just, uh, oh, just take y'all. this. Yeah, just take that. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's crazy. I try to correct Talk those wrong. That walk shame, no. I yeah. know that's a crazy one, yeah, man. man. I had to, I had to go back in there. I'm at the desk. I'm here to pick up my keys, and they like everybody's like, oh, you, you, yeah. <laughs> so first thing I get is that is that slip. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here you go, your thirteen, whatever. You thirteen twenty five. <laughs> And, Take that. and then now I got a little lecture from the manager, and, and I got my house keys. Wow! Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a that's a crazy feeling, man. <laughs> like you know, back in the day, those days, especially if shoot, like in high school, mm-hmm. going to like teen parties, the thing you most worried about is your keys. Oh yeah, because you know, <laughs> mom's like that though. Can't get in. Yeah. She ain't gonna get out the bed to let you in. You pass curfew. That's and, your ass. At least that, that's how it was in my house. And my beeper didn't have the text. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't tighten nothing on my beeper, so that didn't help me either. Yeah. And nowadays, <laughs> you go out. You know what I'm saying? Be it to a club. Be it. You know, you out and about. You do that double oh, tap yeah. for that phone. Like keys, I phone, need that wallet. phone. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like I can't. This is my lifeline. I can't yeah. do anything without these things, man. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, man. Definitely. Shouts out to James Shaw Jr. Definitely, man. man. Definitely True a hero. Bonafide hero. And uh, I'm sure. I'm sure this not the last we're gonna hear of him, man. He's a great young man. And you know we wouldn't be our podcast without saluting him for everything that he did. Save those people. I know he doesn't think he's a hero, but he's definitely a hero. In our eyes, man. Absolutely. And uh, that guy, the scumbag that shot up. The, oh, before we keep moving, man. The Nashville Police Department. So, I, I forget the guy that shot up the uh, Waffle House name. Yeah, that's but, good. We don't need to. You know, yeah, we don't need to. Yeah, him in your promo. That guy. That guy. But 
reports come back that his father comes to the scene after the shooting. They give his father the guns, and then his father gives his son the guns later before they found him and arrested him. So the father needs to be in cuffs too. Oh, yeah, because I didn't hear the— I just heard that, like he had, had he he was known to them, like he was a you know yeah. a problem child, yeah, and that you know arrested at, at, at the, one point the guns were taken away, yeah, arrested at the White House, mm-hmm. like yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that right there is, it it's so hard to tackle. It's a hard thing to you know to debate mm-hmm. because you know on one side of me you know I don't want to be in a situation where you know. And, and and that's the thing. People worry about the situation that they're probably never gonna be in. Right. But I don't want to be in that situation Just where I got a, I got a nine mil versus a you know AR. Yeah. You know, you but you better not miss that nine mil. Mm-hmm. You know, because uh, he's shooting four bullets to your one. You right. Know? So it, it's just like half of me is on that. The other half of me is just like you know guns in general, man. Like that's everyone's you know go to for. You know, ultimate decisions, like when yeah. I'm about to, you know, make make a drastic life decision, you know, and it's like guns, guns, guns. And it's just it's a hard thing to tackle. It's a hard thing to debate, you know, but something has to be changed. Something has to be done. You know, we have to start somewhere just talking about it in this loop that we're doing. You know, yeah. incident, talk about it. Quiet incident, talk yeah. about it. Something else got to got to shake up. So I'm definitely, you know, definitely a, a, against the AR-15 floating around, but at the same time, good luck, good luck cleaning them up. You know, good, good, good luck policing that. Yeah, so. NRA got a lot of money. Yeah, and they got a lot of legislation in their pocket because they got a lot of money, man. Yeah. So those be six thirteen around here. Yeah, exactly, man. Exactly, <laughs> it's crazy. But the homie Meek Mill is home. Hey, Meek is home. Hey. Meek is out. Meek when the news back. broke, man, uh, <laughs> it came out of nowhere for me. Like, yeah. It just, I saw like them talking about it on like the Breakfast Club, and I saw some stuff on Hip Hop DX talking about like he'd be out by the end of the week, and then just out of nowhere, like yo, Meek is out, Meek is free, five o'clock. Then you see the helicopter, then you see him at the Sixers game, you see him hanging out with his son, all the things that you would want from a person that's yeah. been locked up unjustly, man. So uh, shots out to Meek, he's home. But my question is, Meek Mill. How does his rapping, or how does this 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 lifestyle affect his rapping now? Like, is he still mm-hmm. Meek Millie with the nappy braids that lot? <laughs> or are you transitioning that? Are you transitioning your rap style and you into a totally different, not a totally different person, but you know what I'm saying, a person that can speak in out for injustice for people that have been locked up? Are is that the new lane for you? Yeah. I think like that's a more Profitable. Grown up, <laughs> grown up move. Yeah, are you gonna go back to the same f ups that got you in this position before? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, obviously him catching a case when he was nineteen and him being thirty. I mean, that's a long time and a long price to pay for something you did as a kid. But you know, let's not act like he hasn't been locked up because of things that he's done too. Like yeah. he's done stupid things in between there that that's it. Yep. caused these things to to happen. Yes, they are petty as hell, but are you gonna be doing this? Are you gonna get clearance from your PO to to go out of the state to do a show in Miami? Like, are mm-hmm. you gonna make the necessary changes to further your career to make yeah. sure you don't go back? Exactly. That's that's Again. one thing. Like people like Meek Mill was in jail. Yes, sir. You know he was in jail, and yes, you know it was it was drawn out. It, it got it got bubbling in the in, in the world news. 
Mm-hmm. You know, when, when you see nightly news and and and, why, yeah, and, and uh, Patriots owners coming Woo! to visit, like when Sixers you, when owners, you, when you see stuff like that, man, it's just like you know, it's it's gonna get talked about. It's gonna be in in the forefront. But um, for me, man, me, I I asked the white the same question. I was like, with this whole Me Too movement, and it seems like you know, I'm I'm flipping past you know channels, and I see Ellen with Kelly Clarkson, and mm-hmm. it's another just you know uplifting. We can do it type of song that she was you know singing and i'm just like artists is seem to be tackling that right now that's tackling those those songs that make you feel good in the morning m- those monday morning songs yeah. and i'm like will meek will meek cross into that but then when you like when you still search meek mill on youtube you know a lot of those nappy videos a lot of those freestyles in the hood a lot of those core of what hip-hop is you know and how it all even you know became the hip-hop you know like that's really what me do yeah. so so to go the Nicki minaj commercial route for an artist like meek you know he he make his money in the hood yeah so it's gonna be a fine line it's gonna be you know i can see some 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 shit talking songs and hopefully they they still stay on meek's Gangsta rap level because yeah. I don't want to hear Meek start spitting like you know Lecrae. You know <laughs> I don't I don't want to I don't want to see that yet. You know Snoop Snoop's crossing the bridge enough for me. I'm hey, just, I'm, I'm struggling to even listen to it, but I hear it's okay. But you know, teach his own. Teach his own. I think the, like you brought up a good point. Will hip hop allow him to transition? Because mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we look at the transition of a Jay Z. I mean, Jay-Z's not Reasonable Doubt, Volume 1, Volume 2, Volume 3, Jay-Z anymore. No. You know what I'm saying? It's 444. Yeah. It's talking about <laughs> Picasso Baby. It's talking about I got yeah. kids. I got a wife. Mm. I messed up. Yeah. I got to fix this. He's uh, talking about his mother being gay. It's just like it's a whole different yeah. realm. But Jay-Z been in the game for 20 plus years. Definitely. definitely. Me been in the game, what, about eight? Eight. Are we going to allow and, him to make that and transition? And don't forget the last year has been rocky for your boy. <laughs> Broke up with his girl. Yeah. Is it a girl's tour or your world's tour? Let been my light-skinned brethren just, just, just beat him one, two, one, two. So. It's been a rough one, yeah. but he's out now. Definitely. How did you feel when you saw him at the 76ers game? My first thought was big ups to Philly. Like, that mm. was my thought. Like, you know, People like, you know, if this was your little cousin, your uncle, whatever, you know, anybody comes home from whatever situation they was in, you know, it still feels good to have them there. It still feels good. And I'm sure for them to feel home, yeah. you know, and to, to be how hard he rep Philly. Yeah. You know, you say Meek Mill, you know he's from Philly. Facts. Like, whether you, I've never been to Philly, but I, Me I, neither. I know he's from Philly, you know, and just by the name and just by how he rep. And to see the whole city kind of come together, you know, the owner bringing the chopper, you know, flying him in, you know, Kevin Hart, you know. Had to feel good. Yeah, Kevin Hart joking him on Snap. You know, <laughs> boy, you done got fat. You know, was, you know just, just that whole thing. Like, could you imagine how many nights he spent not laughing, right. you know, not smiling, not, you know, thinking, thinking about his son, thinking about his fam. So, like, to see that kind of reaction from it, you know, you know. Right when that news came out, it was it seemed like the whole the whole script changed for the 76ers. We're gonna bring him out, we're yeah. gonna ring the bell. Like that's just to me, that's just love. And that's really end of the day, that's how you really want from, you know, your city is love. So Right. He definitely yeah. got a lot yeah. of love. I at first I was like, yo, where's his son? Like, that's yo, what I think. where's you go his to the sister? game versus that's all Where's his niece and nephew? <laughs> yeah. Where's my dukes? You know. I, I at first, because all you were seeing was him 
flying in a chopper with his lawyers and, mm-hmm. and the owner. But then eventually you saw his sons. That's the thing I was worried about. Like, yo, is this dude really just out kicking it, not exactly. hanging out with his son? Like, yo, that would be, like, priority number one in my book. But, you know, hey, I don't know what's going on. Maybe the BM had the son or mm-hmm. Ma Dukes had the son, had to get him to the game. But ultimately, at the end of the day, son was there with, with father having a good time, embraced when he saw his son, and, like, you know, I follow him on social media, so that's all only thing like I've been seeing. It's mm-hmm. just he ain't been to the studio, yeah. no studio sessions. It's just been him hanging out with his son, which is awesome. Eating fish, trying to get it, trying to get it back, <laughs> trying to get it back. Better start getting up at these five a.m. workouts with your boy right. doing this stairmaster. <laughs> My motherfucking ankles and back on fire, boy. That shit is no jerk. There early in the morning, yeah, man. You're a beast for that. that. Yeah, dude, it's, it's, it's not fun. Yeah. Trying to be black tie ready, I guess. <laughs> I've been I've been debating, you know. I got a I got a task to do for a local radio station here soon, uh-huh. and I've been debating if I'm a, if I'm gonna dive into some of these meek hits. You got to, but I'm yeah. It's like you know, meek home. I gotta go ahead and uh, just put a couple of them in there, Throw spread, spread them around. Man. You know, it's about to be summertime. I'm sure meek and uh, Khaled and Ross and everybody gonna be adding for. Some summer heat. So. Oh, yeah, I already know, man. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I highly suggest you Definitely. dig in the vaults for some meat, really, man. Highly Definitely. suggest that. Before we go on, man, I got to shout out my brother AP. He was on the pod a couple of, uh, man, maybe it was like a month or two ago. Uh, they're up there at the Drew Joyce Classic in okay. Akron. They play Young Bronny's team today. Uh oh. But, uh, you know, I got the intel. Don't be on YouTube. Yeah, no, 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 no. no. I, got, <laughs> I got the intel, man. Uh-oh. I I got the intel. I'll just say it like that. I got from a good source that, I mean, Bronny can hoop. There's no question about it. But Bronny's really like the third best player on the team. That's why yeah. he be getting these wide open shots. Yeah. Uh, their team has a uh, seventh grader who's a 6'7". Lord. Yeah, and then they also have a... <laughs> Also have a kid on the team who was the best dude on the team uh, from Chicago that plays for the Akron Shooting Stars. How that works, but anyway, that's what I was about to say. I want, <laughs> I want to see birth certificates and places of birth. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this sounds like a, a residency, fifty state combined. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, junior high squad. <laughs> but I know uh, Dre. Mm-hmm. Um, his he was on here. His dad was on here with AP and. Young boy can hoop. Yeah. Really can really can play ball. So I'm anxious to see what happens. Yeah. Because I got confidence in young Dre and the rest of the squad that my brother is coaching that they can get a dub, man, because I've seen young Dre get busy. Yeah. Like, for real, for real. Like, he could go out there on some of these high school teams around Dayton and definitely start. Yeah. Because, like, this kid gets busy. Yeah. He definitely gets busy, man. So – I'm just let us know that outcome. They get this dub, or if Drake gets extra busy, maybe the buzz will start to flow in his direction. Yeah. Shouts out to my brother AP. And that's good luck today. That's Bring one home thing that about chip. that internet, boy. You, yes. don't, you don't need the dub. Exactly. You don't need the dub. Just, just go ball. <laughs> just go ball. Make somebody fall, <laughs> yeah. and you'll be good. Just go ball. <laughs> <laughs> gotta love it, man. Yeah. You gotta love it. So we talking about everything today, man. I know normally we don't do a lot of. Hot topics, but it's just it's just been hot yeah. this week. I think I think every every five six pods, it's like our uh, studious Kevs come out and like we gotta tackle some of these uh, top stories. Yeah, and, man, and really these, dig into these hot it. topics, man. It's, it's, so we just hot topics. Like, that's probably gonna be the yeah. name of the pod. There hot it is. topics, man. There it is. Bill Cosby, <sighs> America's father, man. Man, sad. It's it's 
it's sad. It's ex- but it's also to me expected. Yeah, you can't just keep being. You know, when they when they brought this whole thing back up, I just felt like, come on, man, they just they're just gonna keep plugging in sentences until it's stick. You know, they're gonna keep saying things, keep making it, keep making it work until he get the guilty thing. But for me, I'll, is he ever gonna gonna see a jail cell? That's my thing. Like, nope, I don't, I don't think so. I don't either. Why do you think that? I, he eighty. He. Blind, he got money, he can't really be Jim Pop, you know? Right, that's a fact. <laughs> so, I mean, it's going to have to be some halfway house in Tubalu, whoever, you know? And, I don't think he's going to make it that far. As uh, Kanye would say. I don't think he's going to make it that far, man. <laughs> yeah, I think so, yeah, he's going to die. Get hey, that's another thing. I think he's going to die before sentencing, man. I, I really do. I mean, when people get like. I've seen enough, you know, being a paramedic in in, in, in town and, and in the military, working in the hospitals. When when people like get up in age and something drastic happens, but they can their body can just shut off. They can shut it off. It seems like it just gets to the point where like the will to live, yep. the, the drive, the push, the I'm gonna get up. You know, lay if you lay still for a long time, you you probably gonna you're gonna die eventually. Yeah, you, know? you got to you got to you got to live. So to get something like that and to kind of feel how he feeling. I can definitely see his, uh, you know, his health already declining. You know, when you when you start having that health decline, it don't take much to make the domino effect in your health decline. You know, where it just piles on something else, something else, one infection, one one sickness, one flu, one pneumonia. You know, you're out of here. So absolutely, I, I agree one thousand percent, man. I was talking to uh, Wifey about this. I was like, man, he's gonna die within a year. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, look what happened to Joe Paterno. Mm-hmm. Everything one day he's coaching Penn State, uh, racking up these victories. Fifty plus years. <laughs> Next day, ac- accusations come out. Next day, dude gets arrested. Couple years go by, shit stirs back up. But next thing you know, he's fired. Then he's dead. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like in the course of like two years, mm-hmm. so I can punch out because you know why? Lost the will to live. Lost what he did every day. Exactly. He got his old ass up. Went to practice, watched on the sidelines, mm-hmm. and he stopped doing that, his old ass died. Yep. And the same thing happened to a news reporter, man. I forget his name. Oh, man, it's going to drive me crazy. But, you know, he used to do the nightly news all the time. Got up there in age, started messing up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Retired. A couple months later, passed away. Mm-hmm. Man, when, when people get up there in age and they stop doing what they live for and get up to do every day, it's over. It is. You know what I'm saying? Bill Cosby, you know what I'm saying? For whatever reason, he did these crazy things, drugging these women, which was absolutely foul. But he did a lot of good mm-hmm. and made a lot of people laugh, put a, smiles on lots of people's faces. Changed a lot of people's lives. Changed a lot of lives. So now he's not allowed to make people laugh, change lives and drug women. Mm-hmm. He's going to punch out because he ain't got nothing to do no more. Yeah. And unfortunately, you know what I'm saying? I remember back in the days. Uh, I remember his son passed away. Mm-hmm. Uh, his daughter just passed away. Didn't wasn't one of them in like a car accident or yeah, like something? Yeah, his son was yeah. in a car accident, and uh, his daughter just passed away. Dude, it yeah, it's over. Yeah, you start it's, you start burying your children. It's, yeah, it's, it's like, hard. You know it's what? Hard. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. good. Wife, yeah. yeah, I still got bread. Good luck with everything. Exactly. I'm just go ahead and shut her down. Yeah, like he ain't got nothing to live for no more, man. You really don't, and it's really it's sad to see someone that you grew. I mean, we all grew up 
with the Hustables, man. We oh, all, man. We all grew Lisa up. Lisa Bonet, what up? Man, and that's... <laughs> I, I saw a meme, and it really do make you, like, just, just think about the... The, the the brain of people, man. Like it was a picture of like the whole cast. I mean, like everybody that's really been on the show, like a big probably like the finale show or something. But it's like all these beautiful women on here, and Bill never never got it in with them. But he was chasing these mud ducks around town with with with, with balling in the sixties and seventies. You know, man. But shoot, it's a, they were talking about the one lady from like oh four. Like yo, wow. he got convicted on all three counts up to thirty years yeah. in prison. I don't know how you can convict a man that's 80 years old, 30 right. years, because yeah. there's no way he's going to reach it that far, no. man. He don't have five five in him, I don't think. You know nah, not at all. Now, I was talking to my guy, Kelly. He says that it's a slippery slope. Who's to say, we'll use you, for example, because he already put me on, threw me <laughs> under the bus via text earlier this week. So, it's a girl in somewhere, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. You on tour with Smoke. Yeah. You like, that's Kev. I was in the military with Kev. I let Kev hit that. Yeah. DJ Killer Kev (laughs) drugged me, raped me. Right. Back in 02. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Who? And you like, no, I didn't. Exactly. You're on trial. No, Mm -hmm. I didn't. Yes, you did. Ka-clank. I mean, it's a valid point. It is definitely, and you know, I think about those things. Like, there's things that I did in my younger days exactly. that is like not necessarily Sketchy. like not necessarily like taking it or rape. <laughs> not won't go that far, but it's definitely been like, yo, I know if I put this Everclear <laughs> and this Hawaiian Punch and this Sprite, yeah, and this orange juice with these fruits, yeah, and sit, this, sit this out tonight. People gonna be chill. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, I, I've had those moments in in my younger years. You know, I was I was I always tell people I was going to college, but never took a class. Like I was visiting friends that went to Miami of Ohio, yeah. that went to Central. You know, I'd be partying every weekend with them. Like I went there, but I wasn't there Monday through Friday. So like I had the college experience in that end, but not. So I've seen the party side of it, and you know, I've done. I had some some super random one night stands at parties that you know literally bumped into somebody and. Ten minutes later, we taking that walk. You know, <laughs> it's like, it was like I had some crazy times in my, crazy, in my younger wild days. So, life. so like I say, and I, I tell that to the wife too. I'm like, there's, you know, in that in that era, man, cocaine was just introduced and popping. Yep. Drug, the, you know, the, the, no matter what, I feel, I feel like in your younger years, you chase a high. Yeah, and that high could be alcohol. That high could be drugs. That high could be women. That high could be money. That high could be whatever. You still, you're at the altar. Your sensors are just like, woo! I need it. I mm-hmm. want it. So in that atmosphere, man, like, how many times have you seen weed smoked in the club? Millions, right? Mm-hmm. How many times have you seen, you know, other drugs around? I've, you know, I've, I, in my in my Oklahoma days, <laughs> I've been at some parties and it's like, yo, y'all wildin', yeah, y'all wildin'. I'm not I'm not here for that, you know. So <laughs> I'm just here for the weed. The atmosphere, <laughs> I'm though, here for the drinks. <laughs> the atmosphere I can only imagine in the '60s and '70s was, you know. With 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 whatever drug of choice, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's I, it's I, difficult. I agree, but I agree, man. It's a slippery slope, yeah. but it's like kind of when and where. You know, we talk about you know college days and what guy hasn't been trying to holler at a girl 
You buy her a drink. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm about to go ahead and get her this uh, Long Island. <laughs> right. Get her a little relaxed, a little loose. Right. I don't necessarily think the intention is like, oh, I'm going to get her drunk and take, gonna it. take yeah. it from yeah. her. It's <laughs> like, it's... I don't know. I don't know the right word for it. Like loosen her up. Yeah. Get her, let her let her ambitions go a little bit. It, it, maybe maybe that is wrong. Probably is mm-hmm. wrong in hindsight. Would I do that now? No, because I'm married and I'm like I'm good. Right. Would I advise my my younger self to do that? Probably not. But that's just like kind of like unfortunately the way it was. Mm-hmm. I'm not even sure. Like I'm. You know what? I am sure because college really don't change that much yeah it's, it's the same things but it just intensifies i'm sure they are do, doing hooch parties to this day until mm-hmm. the end of time but you know i don't think like just because you buy a girl a drink and she gets drunk that makes you a rapist yeah now if the keywords no come out of her mouth and you yeah. continue going you're a rapist if she's <laughs> passed out unconscious yeah that makes you a rapist if she's drunk and y'all both having a good time, it's a good time. Exactly. And so it's a very thin line. It's so thin because three mornings later, she could have feel a whole different way about exactly. it. Exactly. And now, you know, she might not even remember Saturday. Exactly. And now she's just going with what she feel happened. Yeah. And then, yeah, you tied up in some shit that you thought we was just kicking and having a good time. Right. And, yeah, we was doing drugs and smoking, but... I wasn't, you know, but now oh, that's on YouTube, you know, like right. it has to, it's almost like the weed thing. And I hate to just, you know, compare it to that, but, you know, seeing like Seattle talk about how they're going to, you know, bring up everybody that's in jail for marijuana mm-hmm. and, and they're trying to start that process of releasing that and getting, right. getting that off of there. And it's like, it's that, I mean, it's, if you in a situation, if you, if you was doing something and then now you, you grow out of those out of those times, but in those times you living, yeah. you kicking it, and then because certain paths you take, certain roads you take, certain opportunities you see for yourself, you know. At the end of the day, I say opportunity has in you know I'm gonna stand up and say something, or opportunities I'm gonna stand up and say something and try to get this check. Yeah, you know whatever you know people are doing it for that too. Absolutely. So, so it's it's all about how you was living and what you was doing, and I saw during the Mike Brown. Uh, his mother on Breakfast Club. I haven't watched the interview yet. It's I gotta really watch good, that. really good. Um, one line that the guy was talking about, was, or, or the mother was talking about, when the governor met with her, one of the first things he said to her was, if there was videotapes of me at that age, I wouldn't be governor. Mm. And it kind of just basically, basically saying, you know, we all do things young that we regret, that we try to, you know, fix and feel good about later and try to just, get over. Yeah. But at the end of the day, women have the power and it's such a, like you say, thin line to flip the whole shit. If a guy flips the whole shit, he, he can flip it too, but he yeah. working to flip it. Absolutely. I mean, shoot, girls bought me drinks back in college. Absolutely. I bought you a shot cab and it's, oh, it's all good. I still feel like I got date raped at the hot spot. <laughs> I tell that story all the time. See, and that's to see, my immediate reaction is to laugh exactly. because you're a guy. Exactly. But if a female says that, it's, oh, shit, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And and that's fucked up. It is. But it's just. <laughs> it, it is. I'm going to tell you all this story. Hot spot. I, you allow that to happen. Son. Hot spot. Patron. P- Patron free till midnight. You know, I'm, I'm in my peak of that, of, that, of that life. But so those that know me, y'all didn't see me throw back Patron bottles. Woo. I'm on shot number two or three. So I'm not at the point of where I'm about to be. Uh-oh. 
This chick come up to me. I'm DJing. She comes up to me. I know you do Patron Killer. You want one? It'll either free or like a dollar to midnight. I'm like, hell yeah. She goes get me the Patron. I don't know this girl, though. She brings me the shot up, hands me the cup, and before I drink it, I'm just like, you know, how somebody hand you something, you just kind of eyeing them mm-hmm. back to where she was going. She hand me the cup and walks straight to the door and leaves. Now, the whole time I'm holding this cup, I'm thinking to myself, why she just give me this shot? And maybe she just saw something like, give it to me before she left. And da da da. She wasn't like, she wasn't, she was cordial. We talked for a second, but she left. Mm-hmm. I drink that shot. It wasn't 45 minutes later, bro. I'm laid out in the DJ booth. <laughs> like a, a, a homie is trying to figure out how to play songs. Laid out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody is thinking that I'm like hammer off these patrons, but it was like, I'm trying to tell people, bro, it was like 1045. You know what I'm saying? It was it was early in the night. I hadn't pre-gamed nowhere. It wasn't like the, you know, it was, she put something in that drink. And it knocked me smooth on my ass for 18 hours. And I wow. was out. I woke up at home at like noon. Damn. <laughs> like, where's my DJ stuff? Where's my car? Like, t- like terrified of what happened, bro. So, so like, t- t- I really feel like I got day raped at the hot spot. And it's so fucked up. <laughs> and I'm still laughing. <laughs> the, this is the society we live mm-hmm. in, man. But my question about some of the ladies with the Bill Cosby thing. So this hush money, he paid them. Mm-hmm. Where'd that money go? Yeah. Into the lawyer fee. I'm just saying he <laughs> didn't pay you to be quiet. Exactly. And not saying that what he did was right. Because obviously it's wrong. But he paid you hush money, but you ain't hush. Mm-hmm. So is that refundable? Can I get that back? Can <laughs> right. I get that on my books while I'm locked out? Exactly. Can I send that to the wife? I mean, because obviously you didn't hush. Mm-hmm. Can we bring out the contract to say you was going to hush, but you didn't? Can I get my money back? That's a whole other court case. He ain't going to live through all that. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> they, they just, they just, they just. I mean, and when he's coming out of court after being convicted, did you see the video? Of him walking out? Yeah. I'm going to show it to you. Where is this shit? I feel like it's, I, I feel like I, This I, I, dude I is it, fucking but. crazy, bro. You gotta see this shit. Look at this. I did hear about the outburst. Yeah. Oh, the hey, hey, hey shit. That shit was crazy too, man. Damn it, where is it? All right. Look at this nigga, man. <laughs> this nigga just. Oh, my goodness. This dude crazy, man. He don't give a fuck. That's yeah. how you know he don't give a fuck. Exactly. He's like, fuck it, man. It is what it is, bro. But a major thing is we talk about all this. These rape culture things and college life and high school life and it's all guys, but you have not one, not two, but three. To these grades coming in, bro. <laughs> Rapid pace. Three Rapid. Little girls, man. Yeah. And they're gonna be in this life. They're gonna be at these parties. Yeah. And you not only being a guy, obviously. But you're a DJ, mm-hmm. so I've seen it. So you just seen, <laughs> you just seen it all. Oh. You just seen everything. You just seen at, from the beginning of the night mm-hmm. to the end of the night. Yes. What are you gonna do? It's, it's 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 the most terrifying thing. Like I told the wife, you know, I keep saying that, but I, I'm married. I told the wife, I'm like, I, I I'm terrified that my ten, nine, and almost two year old, when they are twenty, nineteen, and ten, you know. I'm just terrified of like what they're gonna be trying to be doing. You know, mm-hmm. technology puts us in a place where we can be super nosy in our kids' life, as to where our parents couldn't be as nosy unless we was journaling, we was you know diarying, mm-hmm. you know, like 
my wife, she slid up super fast one on me. I'm not trying to change the subject, but it's just shit that's on my brain. <laughs> she slid a fast one on me while I was in Phoenix, and my daughter's been wanting a phone, and she got her a phone. A iPhone and all, right? Wow. So she, she, we talked about it while I was gone, but that shit wouldn't have went down if I was home. You know, I was in Phoenix, you know, high at 7 Three, in the morning. 3,000 miles <laughs> right? away. Right. I'm just like, Can't man. Can't do nothing now. So, so I, had, I, told, I told my daughter, I'm like, and the phone came like Wednesday. I got home Friday. I'm like, enjoy your time with your phone. Saturday morning, we gonna, me and you are going to take a ride and go chop it up about this phone. Because the reason why I feel that way, like my wife just gave the keys to the world yeah. to my 10-year-old. Now, now, we all got to let our birds fly, right? We got Kate, I can't be that dad that's just all the time. But it's like she has to realize that it has, as, has being a 10-year-old, everybody ain't. The teacher that's that 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 you know care about you, or mm. everybody ain't a family member that you know care about you, and somebody can smile at you and have a whole nother whole nother mission. Absolutely, you know. So it just brought me into that space of like now, you know, the world is at her fingertips, you know, and she there's nothing that she can't look up, she can't see if she want to know something. Google is Google is every ten year old's best friend right now. <laughs> so it's just it's a terrifying space to be in, and it's one of those things where like. You got to be in your kid's life, especially at this age, because the world can drag them so many different places. My kid wants to be a YouTube like vlogger video, but she don't want to put in the work of learning how to do it. She just want to make the video and get the views. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I work, baby. You right. know, like I explain that to her. So to have the world teaching your kid is a terrifying thing. So it's like I try to just man just stay in in it, stay active. Right. Don't let the music leads in the and, uh, you know, whatever gossip her friends are dealing with, like, make you feel like I ain't dealing with that today. Like, you know, deal with it. Figure out what they're doing because it's out there and it's it's terrifying, bro. So I, I, I'm terrified of my kids kicking it. I really am. You know what? Terrified. I'm more confident than you. <laughs> I'm confident in you and your wife for multiple reasons. Y'all both veterans. And y'all cool as shit. And you're a DJ. So you're going to know. Yeah. You're going you're gonna to tell them what to look out for in bold fashion. Oh, yeah. Put the your drink down is, and sober, over, kid. Your wife <laughs> is going put to the, put the sauce on it so they can understand. Mm-hmm. And I believe that they're going to be con- confronted with a situation, and they're going to be like, I'm good. That's, I'm straight. That's all parents I'm going to put is, my man. napkin on my drink when I'm out mm-hmm. kicking it. And it's going to be Gucci. That's all parents I'm confident be- in that, man. All parents became for me is getting them ready to face decisions. Decision you know, because, 101. Yeah, because as a kid, man, like, I'm lucky right now to have three kids. As I was living, you know, <laughs> be out here like Brave Nate out here. <laughs> getting it in. Getting it in. Shout out to the homie Brave Nate. What up? But I say that to say I was living. Living. So, so, I'm lucky to have three because... And 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 I I jokingly say this, but like my my three daughters in my forties, I'm gonna be living all this pain that I inflicted on someone else's daughter, mm-hmm. and it wasn't necessarily pain for them. I'm cool with all my exes. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> I'm a nice guy, but it's it's a simple fact of like how I was just like literally like I was running through them. I was I was just kicking it, it to be kicking it, and I was just figuring it out. I don't want my kid to have to figure it out. Right. Like, I rather I rather my kid. You know, try some shit, get caught, talk about it, we move forward. Right. You know, but 
You start you start asking for that, nigga. Them 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 uh them them little jabs and shots can be huge. So it's like absolutely it's man, terrifying I, man. But obviously, I'm not get a parent. Ready. But I, my biggest fear about even becoming a parent is is me myself. Just like yo, I'm I'm not a patient person mm-hmm. for one. Um, I like things a certain way. I'm a very regimented person. I I get up at the same time every day. I do the same things every day, and I love what I do. I love my regiment. I love, hey, I know at, I don't know, at 4.45, I'm going to be leaving the gym, heading home, take a shower, cook up a meal. Me and my wife going to do X, Y, and Z. So, obviously, when you have a, throw a kid into that, and I say it like that because <laughs> I'm not a parent, so I haven't got that. People always say, well, once you become a parent, that'll change your find out that, oh, you love having and doing all these things. I don't think I'll ever love having to change a shitty diaper. Yeah. I tried it once with the nephew. Didn't turn out too good for me. Yeah, you won't. Yeah. So, but, so it's, it's a bunch of it you won't love. Yeah, people act like raising like, a child is easy. That, that fear <laughs> of like, yo, me being responsible for a whole person? It changes the game. Yikes. It changes the game. Yo, I barely <laughs> trust myself to take care of myself. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, yo. Like, it's really it's really that. It's really, you know, you are responsible for leading someone that's going to hopefully be here after you. Exactly. And that's, and, and like, and, and, and getting them ready for that. You know, it, it took a whole bunch of shit in my life to happen to feel how I feel now at 35. We all had to go through some shit to get to where we are now. It's like, but as a parent, you'll never want your kid to go through no shit. Right. So it's like, how do you, it's more getting yourself ready because we all go through some shit. So your kid ain't going to be exempt from that. Everybody going to go through something and have to push forward. And I know for sure my kid or kids won't be raised the same way that I was raised. I don't know. Because, but I love the way I was raised. I appreciate everything I learned because I grew up in the hood, but I went to school in the burbs. Mm Mm-hmm. I, my mom and grandmother raised me, but having a brother that's six years older than me, I seen the the errors that he made, and he would never allow me to make. Exactly. He shielded me from a lot of things that, like, you know, in my neighborhood, we really didn't, in the neighborhood, we didn't know we were poor. But I knew we were poor because of where I went to school. Mm-hmm. So I saw, like, okay, there's a there's a difference. There's a dichotomy here yeah. going on. And I understand that, and that's fine. And you know, only way one way to get out of this situation is to work harder, and that's what my mother did. Mm-hmm. And she got off out of a situation, got us to a better situation, then a better situation. And my brother has excelled and done better. Mm-hmm. So it's my responsibility to take everything I learned from my mom and my brother and my homies to excel myself. Yep. But when my kid or kids come into the world, they're not gonna see the struggle that. They're just going to come in right into the middle gap. Mm-hmm. But how do I instill those values that I learned, like those street values that I know, into a kid that will never mm-hmm. right. <laughs> be seeing that life yeah. or be a part part of that life? Yeah. You know, and, and, but those lessons that I learned were so valuable. I use them to this day. Absolutely. Like, you know what I'm saying? Street knowledge is real. It is. Like, I say this to my wife. I don't want my kids to grow up in Northmont school districts. But not know, you know, hip hop or not right. or, or not be exposed to us. Like right. I don't want them their life just to feel like we here, but we gotta experience all this. We got they have to they have to taste it all. Yeah. And and I, the one thing I, that I preach to my family about that situation is just blatant honesty. Honesty at the end of the day, you know, as a kid, you will wiggle 
to get what you wanted. Mm-hmm. You know, I always tell people I wasn't spoiled. I had to, I had, to, I had to ask twelve times and get hollered <laughs> at four times to get it. So it took some work. Yeah, right? <laughs> it wasn't just given to me. So there's certain things like you say, kids ain't gonna nowhere near experience. But at the same time, you can't you can't shun them from it or how, or, or not expose them to it. You know, you it's it's, it's uh, just honesty is the, is is the key in my opinion to creating a good human. <laughs> you giving me gray hair just thinking hey, about they're this, coming bro. in. They're coming in four or five a day, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna be looking like a salty salt and pepper by 38. Oh man, you be alright, bro. You be alright, Mr. West. <sighs> Is it wake Ka- up, Mr. West? <laughs> wake up, Mr. West. Is it Kanye West or Kanye West? Oh, it's it's Kanye the question. Right now. Answer the riddle, mm. the enigma, which is Kanye West, man. So, everybody that don't know, Kanye's back on Twitter. Mm. And it's been going on Twitter rants left and right. Things started out good. Him yeah. announcing he's dropping an album, dropping an album with Kid Cudi, producing Nas', Nas album, yep. Pusha T album, Tiana Taylor album. We can all expect those albums before the summer. So, it started out great, releasing... Uh, pictures of the new Yeezys, mm-hmm. releasing pictures of clothes, artwork, everything's cool. Larry Yay, just real excited to be back a part of the social media lifestyle. And then things took a slight, slight, slight turn left. It's that hat, man. Started rocking that brim. <laughs> started talking that, that talk. Started saying he supports Trump and and things of that nature. And you know, as a you know what I'm saying? I'm not even going to say a black community. I'm just say community in general, you know, community of, of, of people. Things that the president has said about black people, said about women, and just things that people just ain't vibing with. Mm-hmm. And that's when things went awry. And then we have my guy, Chance the Rapper, come out with one of the, in my opinion, dumbest tweets of all time. <laughs> black people don't have to be Republicans. Well, duh. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. Like I, I hope people aren't just and maybe this is they just started me. out not being. Yeah, you, yeah. We were, de- <laughs> we were definitely Republicans back in the day. But I, I, I would have, I would hope, and maybe it's just me being naive that, that what well, isn't everybody? Shouldn't everybody be an independent? Shouldn't you listen to what each individual member of the party has to say mm-hmm. and you know make your own decision? But maybe not. You know so. That was dumb, in my opinion, on Chance. And mm-hmm. now he's backtracking a lot of things that he was talking about on Twitter and everything like that. But we're talking about Ye. Uh, what do you feel about Mr. West in his recent Twitter situation? Poopity oh scoop. Scoop diddy whoop. Whoop de scoop de poop. Poop de scoopity. Scoopity whoop. Whoopity scoop whoop poop. That that's what I, That's lyrics off of Kanye's song. Lift yourself. Got him. Terrible, bro. It's, it's just, it's it's to me, man. It's birds of a feather flock together, man. It's it's certain people, man, that just what he's saying isn't wrong. It's how he's saying it. It's how he's doing it. It's it's the it's just the way it's being done. Like you don't have to pretend like Trump your guy. Right, Trump ain't your guy, bro. I, I, in my opinion, you know, I don't know, maybe, he, but Trump ain't your guy. Trump no ain't way. Trump ain't kicking it in the hood. Trump ain't been to the to the mama's house, you know, back in the day and had dinner. Like that's not your guy, man. So you just you're just trying to tackle a lane. He don't he don't mind being talked about in any form or fashion. 
you know, at all doesn't mind it. So to me, man, it's just it's like he really could like Kanye got the potential to be one of the first big big artists to really just lose it all, bro. Like <laughs> I mean, he on the fence right now with people with you know the black community, you know with how how we feel how he's you know portraying music to the masses. You know, it's just a whole bunch of just err. Everybody's dancers up with Kanye now, and it's just, it's 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 terrible, man. It's it's sad. It's frustrating. It's we just we we just want college dropout, Kanye. Exactly. That's all. Everybody. That's why everybody's so frustrated. Just, exactly. Just and give then us he that. released another song, the People verse or Yay verse the People, featuring Ti as the People, and I I actually like that song. I like the. I like, obviously like T.I.'s part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I read about it. I haven't heard it, but I've okay, read, read about what the song Definitely check that is. joint out. But, uh, you know, it's just basically Ye spewing what he believes and how he sees it. He sees it as he's trying to bring people together um, by wearing a hat and kind of like how black people took the word nigga back in the day and took it as their own. He's like, I'm taking the Make America Great hat again and I'm making it mean something. It's like you can do that without supporting Trump. Yeah. And everything like, yo, he has a wife. Yo, you you got you got a, a daughter. Modified family, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> the things that the president is about isn't about what a family man should be about. That's yeah. my whole biggest thing. Like, and you know, we have yet to hear anything policy wise from President Trump. Yeah. Like the policies, we don't know. I've been holding on to this sentence since he became president. I'm going to help the vets. Ooh. I'm going to help the vets. Ooh. Y'all can't even find the leader for the vets right now. Ooh. It's terrible, man. It's just it's one of those things, man. He can say what he says whatever he wants to say and does whatever he wants to do. And at the end of the oh, Look at my African American over here. Look at him. See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? That motherfucker said that shit. See what I'm saying? <laughs> Look at my African American over here. Wild insane. Oh, Wild and sad. So my thing, do you think he's trolling? You think he's serious? What do you think? What do you think about Ye? Is this is this real or is this just like promo for the album? Because in my opinion, you're Kanye West. You don't need promo for the album. Yeah. Look what J. Cole did. He sent out a tweet. <laughs> hey, I got a performance at blah, blah, blah on, on Wednesday. And on Friday, my album coming out. Yep. Number one album in the country. Killing. Yo, as much as I love J. Cole, he's not on the level of a Kanye West. No. So if Ye, it like you don't need the promo. So what makes me believe that though he's dead ass serious, because he knows he don't need the promo. Mm-hmm. He loves this shit. He, he loves us talking that's what about I'm saying. It. He that's why I said the birds of a feather. He likes to say whatever he wants and do whatever he feels. Like he just people get to a, you know, a certain wealth, I guess, mm-hmm. a certain stature in life, a certain whatever, where they just feel like, you know, they are the they are the you know the the genre, they are the trend, they are the topic, they are it. And a lot of times, man, it's it's just it's sad. It's, it's sad to watch it because you you root for somebody, you know, somebody that you grew up with, yeah, and that you supported throughout, you know, that you you know stuck by through numerous what the fucks. You know, <laughs> numerous, and it's like it just becomes something where it's like he's doing this for him, and don't care what we really feel, and he and he's in a position to where he he can literally live that life for the rest of his life, 
and not ever really have to care? I think it's part of the, it's a multiple things. I think a lot of geniuses are crazy. Super weirdos. And he's a musical genius. So mm -hmm. that's one. His mom passing away. You yeah. know, that's two. And him just being an insecure dude. Um, I would recommend going to check out Torre. Um, he's the guy that interviewed R. Kelly and said, do you like sleeping with young girls? That dude. Mm -hmm. He got an interview with Vlad talking about when this is before Ye really blew up. This is before College Dropout even came out. Just like right when Jesus Walks came out. So he says he's going to do an interview with him. And he comes out, takes like an hour to get dressed. He got like five polo shirts on, polo this, polo that. It was all cool. And puts on his Jesus piece. And it's like, hmm, you got a white Jesus piece, huh? He's like, what you mean? And it's like, well, yeah, your hair is yellow. I mean, blonde hair. Right. And his eyes are blue diamonds. So he has blue eyes. So that would make him like white Jesus. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, it ain't. And then he says they doing the whole interview, riding to wherever destination they go to. And then Ye asks him, you really think this look like a white man? Fast forward, like 20 minutes later. So you telling me my piece look like a white man? Fast forward, mm -hmm. they go to uh, see Jay-Z. Ye brings up to Jay-Z, like, y'all like my piece? Jay like, yeah, it's dope. And then Torre says, doesn't look like a white guy. And he says, Jay-Z bust out laughing. <laughs> and then they go to uh, Jacob the jeweler, and he tries to get it fixed, turn, take the eyes out, make them brown, and the <laughs> hair, make it black. It's like, yo, you can't make it look from a white man to a black man by changing the stones or whatever. Right. So my point is, like, yo, he's an insecure dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And go watch that video, because I'm sure Tory told it a lot better than I did <laughs> because he was there. But my point is, these insecurities that he has, and everybody has insecurities, mm -hmm. there's no problem with that. And, you know, if my mom passed away, I'll probably fucking lose my shit too. But, you know, it's just like, reel it in, homie. Yeah. Reel it in, man. Get you some, talk to people you need to talk to because you're wilding right mm -hmm. now, bro. You're spiraling. Too many yes men. Ooh. You don't have people, you know, one thing that, you know. Niggas want them Yeezys, man. Hey, for, for real. For real. I'm a 10 and a half, for real. by the way. I, I even saw a picture of a rainbow color spread of Yeezys that I was like, a couple of those look nice, you know. A couple of those look nice. So pray for the guy, man. Hope he, hope he can pull it out, man. But I really feel like he just, he's just doing what, doing what Kanye do, man. And there's certain people that you just, you can't save everybody. At all, you at all. can't save everybody. Lots of sports to talk about. We're going to make it real quick, though. Yeah. NFL draft reaction. Um, I'm, I'm a little disappointed in the Browns. Um, <laughs> I did not I did not feel that, you know, they already got a Hall of Fame uh, jersey, and that jersey is that jersey of 30-plus <laughs> quarterbacks on it. I just feel like Mayfield going to be attached to that. You know, he – you know, to have the Johnny Manziel experience and then turn around, not saying Baker Mayfield is Johnny Manziel, but I feel like any any dude that kind of overzealous like that, you know, I couldn't imagine being that age and getting millions all of a sudden. You know, he's going to have some hiccups. He just seems to, like, be the hiccup guy. And hopefully he can stay football, but I just feel like a hiccup's coming. You know what? I disagree. I love to pick. Do you? I love to pick. Uh, fuck that. He put that flag in the shoe. I don't fuck I, with Baker. You know what? Nah. I, 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 I fucks with Baker. I fucks with Baker. Baker going back. I fucks with Baker. 
even though he did put it on the Buckeyes. Yeah. But my thing about it is, you know, <laughs> for the last 20 years, they've made the safe pick. They've made the safe pick for true. 20 years. And I'm not a Browns fan. I'm a Steelers fan, so fuck Yeah, yeah true. Uh, <laughs> so, but, you know, why not go with somebody with some with some bravado, with some swag, with some oomph to try to bring some excitement, bring After something you ever 16, done. yeah. Yeah. But what I, <laughs> I, as much as I love Denzel Ward because he went to the Ohio State University and he's also from Macedonia, which is right outside of Cleveland. Mm-hmm. As much as I love him, I don't think he should have went that high. I don't think he should have went fourth overall. Definitely don't think he was. I think he was the best corner in the draft. I don't think he was the best DB in the draft. I think he was like third or fourth mm-hmm. behind Mika Fitzpatrick, behind Derwin James. I think mm-hmm. he's probably around that range. So I don't. Because, I mean, he's the highest corner to get drafted since Charles Woodson. You put he, you put them on that? Like, you put they putting them on that? Yeah. He, <laughs> I mean, hey, look, man. Good. Charles Woodson, <laughs> even though he went to Michigan, is one of the greatest corners of all time. Exactly. Like, that's a lot of pressure, bro. Mm-hmm. And 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 Denzel is only like 5'9", so he's almost like a slot corner, bro. Yeah, so, yeah. wish him nothing but luck. Hope yeah, he pans hopefully, out. Hopefully I'm wrong. I would have went Chubb. If I'm the Browns, Absolutely. that Chubb. mean that means you book in Chubb on the left end. You got uh, Miles on the right. Mm-hmm. You got that pass rush. Because, I mean, honestly, in today's NFL, it's not about if you can cover a guy long. It's can you get to the quarterback fast enough. That's so what you make I'm a pocket you. that's disruptive. I love Denzel Ward. He's a Buckeye, for sure. Just don't think he should have went that high. Then they get the other Chubb. Yeah, they got the running back Chubb. But um, <laughs> wrong chub. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> As for my Steelers, you know we do what we do, baby. I was, I was, I was actually proud of y'all making that uh, uh, Bryant trade. Yeah, man. I feel it, like it hurt. It yeah, hurt. I feel like he just like in the way a little. Like he's he don't make enough plays on a consistent basis to to just to be in that mix. I feel like it was time to shake that the, up. The y'all. reason I'm salty about it is. Like, he not only was a big play threat, but he was our big wide receiver. I mean, the dude That's was 6'5". He was a big body. So now we have A.B., who's 5'10", uh, Juju, who's like six foot six one, and we just drafted James Washington, who got some burners, who's also 5'10". So we really don't have a big receiver. I would prefer having a big receiver to make those jump ball corner yeah. end zone throws to, but, hey, man. Maybe, maybe, maybe he was just playing his role and was uh, just – being a big body in a yeah. way because that that is just important sometimes yes in play development absolutely you gotta have that that six five threat to where draw some attention to free up some a b love or so whatever. hey our tight ends mcdonald and uh jesse james you're gonna be counted on this year bro to make these touchdown catches player mm-hmm. trust and believe have to make that and fantasy also- football note <laughs> <laughs> might might be a smart pickup this year you're you gonna know, be needed you're know. gonna be needed Hey, A B, first pick every time for me. <laughs> and, you know, we drafted some defensive help, which we needed desperately yeah. in the secondary. I wish, I wish that we'd have got Jerome Baker mm-hmm. from Ohio State. Uh super fast. I, I see him in the same mode as the Shazier. Um a very emotional moment seeing Shazier walk out on that stage to make the announcement Man, for the was, Steelers. That was I, chilling. I, yeah, very chilling. Yeah. It's 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 mixed emotions. It's a wow, he's walking again. Great, but Man, he's walking very gingerly. And and is this if I'm if I'm a parent, especially if I'm a a mom, mm-hmm. you know, am I letting my son play football after seeing this dude 
walk out there like that. Right. Is, is that just like the green light? And, like, and he's saying he want to play still. Not going to happen. When I saw that, bro, I'm not like, gonna happen, bro, bro, put on that coach's hat and live your life. Not going to happen, yeah. bro. You, it ain't, it, even if it could happen, if you could get mobile, for what, bro? It's not, <laughs> not going to happen, See, yeah, bro. Yeah, seeing you go through that and seeing, like, that's one of those things I've always, unfortunately, daydreamed about in football, just how impactful it is and <laughs> how, how violent it is. It's like, but in the pro in the pro game, you really didn't see like that's one of the, and that, that that's a once or twice a decade. Yeah, type of injury. I mean we haven't seen something. Well, we weren't even alive when this happened. Exactly. My brother brought it up, Daryl Stingley. Mm-hmm. He brought it up like, yo, that was like Daryl Stingley's type stuff. Yeah, right like man. you don't see that too often, and it's like it, it is amazing that we don't. It is, it's yeah, it's it shows their professionalism. I mean, yeah. in my opinion, I mean to be running full speed at anybody. <laughs> and not get hurt. Yeah. And you do it 16 weeks out of the year, sometimes 20 to 21. You know? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, Crazy, whoop. man. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, you know why it won't happen? For multiple reasons. One, I don't think he'll be medically cleared. But more importantly, so that lady that was on his arm, his mm-hmm. fiance, yeah. she ain't going to let it happen. Yeah. She's going to be like, nah, bro, we're good. I told my friend that I we're said, good. man, he a big Steelers fan. I'm like, you see that whole left side, Shazier? Man, he need to go ahead and just walk off in the sunset with his girl. Yes, sir. Do some mimosas. Put on that coach's hat, linebacker coach. Linebacker Ride that coach. way, brother. He can go sign autographs <laughs> in, in Columbus all he wants and make some you'll money. You'll be hired on, on the Buckeye staff this year if you wanted to. He can coach for the Buckeyes. He can be a spokesman for the Steelers. Mm-hmm. His father uh, has a ministry down in his hometown also. Mm-hmm. Uh, his father works for the Dolphins. Like, hey, man, you don't need to play no more, bro. Yeah. Like, you don't even need to try. You don't even need to put your body through that. But... Appreciate him making that pick for the Steelers. It was awesome to see him out there. And also, another great moment. You tweeted about it. About the brothers. Oh, man. Yeah, the Griffin brothers, man. That's, Super dope. It, it, it's hard, man. It's hard not to root for Seattle this year when you see something like that, man. The, the whole, the whole, not so much even his, his, his handicap or disability, but it's just the fact that some brothers, you know, I, I can only imagine, you know, growing up, with a little brother that got something going on that makes him a little different than, than you and your friends, mm-hmm. and how you gotta feel like you that protector, you that big bro, you ain't gonna you ain't gonna mess with him though, you know you, right. ain't, gonna, you ain't gonna say shit, you know <laughs> that whole upbringing, that whole chasing dreams together, bro, and to get to a point where you literally had a moment where all that work, the decades of pee wee football, high school football, foot just football, 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 you reached the goal, bro, you and your brother. Are in the league and have the opportunity to be on the same team. To play together again. Your twin brother. Crazy. Yeah. Dope, man. And they both run a 4 3 8. Whew. And one of them 40 pounds heavier than the other. <laughs> Got a lot of Griffin brothers. I'm rooting for them. Man, man. that's I'm super dope. NBA playoffs. <sighs> what are we going to do tonight? Big game seven for the Cavs. One o'clock tip. Yeah. By the time you hear this pod, you will know if the Cavs won or lost. They won. Don't worry. <laughs> they won. Facts. They're going to win. Yeah. I said the Cavs in six, but it uh, looks like it's going to be the Cavs in seven. I still yeah. think they're going to win. Um, I don't think uh, they're going to. LeBron's going to allow that to happen. He's going to come out in quote unquote attack mode, and those threes are going to start falling for Jr. Is this, is this LeBron's worst team he's ever had? Uh, the 07 Cavs. Was that, was that was that that year? 07. That's the only one I can think of. So you're you're a part of that crowd, huh? I'm just I'm just I'm just I just feel like LeBron in today's NBA, they LeBron created this, but there you go. There's 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 multiple superstars or multiple bona fide hoopers 
on on one on each team. Mm-hmm. I feel like Cle- Cleveland is lacking like the love, pro- uh, you know, production, the um, J.R. Smith production. I mean, mm-hmm. if you going if you gonna flip the whole shit and keep and keep certain people, they gotta they gotta they gotta bleed this whole new pop, this whole new pop of, of teammates we got. So they're just not getting the production, and LeBron ain't gonna be able to just just. Win sixteen games by himself, bro. That is that's a fact. But I, I don't I, see it. I don't buy into the he's by himself crowd. I always bring this up. LeBron can't play with a post up player. Can't. Chris Bosh when he played for the Raptors was a dominant inside outside player. Mm-hmm. When he got to the Heat, hey man, you better go in that corner, dude, because yeah. I'm driving the lane, and if they collapse, I'm kicking it for you for the short corner three. Yeah. And that is what happened to Kevin Love. Kevin Love was an inside-outside player with the T-Wolves. And now he's a spot-up shooter. Mm-hmm. So the thing about it, LeBron, and you got to take the good with the bad, mm-hmm. and the goods are great, and the bads are game seven in the first round yeah. of the playoffs. But, you know, the the simple fact that the post-ups from Kevin Love aren't there because you can't post people up when you pay, play with LeBron. The only mm-hmm. person that's allowed to post up when LeBron is LeBron. Yeah. You look at Quinn Cook. He was with the Cavs last year. No burn. Zero. See, see Quinn Cook with the Golden State Warriors? Getting lots of burn. Yeah. Lots of TikTok. He won't be DraftKings money yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> they play an element of team basketball where everybody handles the rock, yeah. everybody touches the rock. But with the Cavs, not even the Cavs. When you have a LeBron James, and for the last 12 years, the offense has run like this. We're going to surround him with shooters. We're going to work at the top of the key. We'll run a high pick and roll. He'll get in the lane. If nobody collapses, lay up dunk. If they collapse, kick out three. Mm-hmm. And that's the LeBron James offense for the last 12 years, mm-hmm. no matter the team, no matter the coach. So these things, these are things in his game that you just have to live with. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's a good thing, not saying it's a bad thing. These are the facts. If you go back 12 years, this is how you play. Mm-hmm. And it, it, hey man, this this is your bed. You gotta land it. Exactly. And with that said, they're gonna win by 15 tonight. I was gonna say, I I still feel like Cleveland will be in a position to where they feel like they can turn this shit on. You know, I feel like they just feel like we can figure this shit out. We got My this. biggest thing is. That whole turn it on, turn it off thing is, you probably can't turn it on and turn it off. LeBron can probably turn it on and turn it off. There you go. Because we've seen him do it. Because he does it on offense and defense. Rodney he turns it. turn that shit on. No, he, 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 don't, he don't have that ability. Because <laughs> we've seen LeBron turn it on when he has to, like on the defensive end. Because we've seen a million of occasions where he's not played defense. And then, oh, miraculously, I'm going to chase down block. Yeah. Hey, it is what it is. But you know what you can't control? Team ball. Injuries. Okay, yeah. You can't control, like, okay, LeBron is made of vibranium. <laughs> yeah. Going to see uh, Marvel's yeah, Avengers yeah. 3 on Tuesday. I'm, I'm ready. Yeah. I'm going, I'm going uh, Friday, I think. Thursday oh, okay. Friday. No spoilers. No spoilers. Yeah. I ain't been on social media because I'm not trying to get a spoil. Yeah. But anyway, LeBron <laughs> is made of vibranium. But what if, what if Lance, knock on wood, LeBron comes down the lane and Lance decides to go Lance mm-hmm. and take his fucking legs out and he fucking breaks his wrist or something like that. Then what? Yeah. And you take care of business from the jump, mm-hmm. you ain't got to worry about this. Exactly. So more games you play, that means a more chance of you getting hurt. 
Yeah. And especially with an antagonist like Lance. Mm-hmm. My my last statement, I have seen this year, it feels like a lot of, not a, a, enough of the defensive collapses are just as much on LeBron as they are anybody else. Yeah, LeBron gets himself in these little like no no man land like zones where he's just kind of there, and he know what's coming, but he take two more steps and you're you're in the way now. But you're just kind of watching it go, and then you're trying to react, and it's not happening. It's, it's NBA speed, brother. So yeah, yeah, but, yeah. He has a tendency of high turnover games. When LeBron has high turnover games, I'm talking six and seven turnovers. They normally lose. Yeah. When he's below three, they normally win. I think Brian's going to have a hell of a game. We need 20 and 10 from Love to get this win, though. I'll take that. Uh, Something I definitely want to touch on before we get up out of here, man. OKC. What a dud. Man, man. What a fucking dud. Is it Russ? It's Russ, man. You don't play with Harden. You don't play with Durant. You don't play with Ibaka. Oladipo. Ooh. Telling you, it, it, it's it's the same thing. It's yeah. the same thing with Bron. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you're playing with this guy, as great as he is, you got to live with the good, mm-hmm. which is triple doubles and him going crazy about the smack fans <laughs> to the bad, where he puts up 40 shots and yeah. Paul George can't get any rhythm because can't get the fucking ball. Yeah, he had 40 some points, but Jesus, he was putting that Put thing up. Put up 40 wasn't... shots to get <laughs> He's putting it. Putting that thing up. Paul George, <laughs> hello, Melo, yeah. where you at? Mello collecting that twenty eight million next yeah, year. Yeah, oh shit! You see his press conference yesterday. I'm opting in, and I ain't coming off the bench. <laughs> right. Give my twenty eight, and I ain't coming off yeah. the bench. Mello, Mello is riding away. Put the fucking hammer down. <laughs> like you ain't a champ in the NBA, but you a champ at the bank, my and nigga. Ain't gonna retire, Nick, nigga. Boy. Yeah, Nick. And I'm going back. I'm gonna go catch another bag on the way out. <laughs> exactly. Fuck these endorsements, <laughs> nigga. I'm getting this NBA check uh, every yeah. time. Shouts out to my boy Mello, yeah, nigga. Man. Hey, you ain't never gonna win no bling, but you got some. Bread. Yeah, hey, you winning. You still, you still won. <laughs> exactly, still won, exactly, man. That's it, man. Yeah, one hot topics. One all two. hot topics today. Yeah. Shout to Gym City Pod, DeMarco, Always Bars and Beyond. We appreciate y'all holding us down. Make sure y'all go check their stuff out, man. It's, it's moving, it's, it's rocking, it's grooving. It's, it's what you need, man. Absolutely. Need. And uh, next week, hopefully, we're going to be doing some black tie talk. Yeah, we like, uh, like what? Five, five weeks, weeks out? Five, five weeks out from black tie so we're going to uh, try to get my brother Curtis Mann III on here. Probably try to get DJ OPZ on the phone line. Oh, yeah. Do a little bit of black tie talk Only next thing week. I got is my socks and my belt. I got to get to work. I'm trying to see if I can make it this year. <laughs> Shouts out to the job. Yeah, man. You can't make this up podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. We out. Peace.